Uh, hey. Hey. It's easy pills to swallow. Lexi and Peyton here. Lexi and Peyton here. Did you know, did you know, did you know, pharmacy fun fact, amiodarone is a class three antiarrhythmic indicated for both supraventricular and ventricular arrhythmias. It is fun fact, notable for its long half-life ranging from 15 to 142 days in length. For our non-pharmacy listeners, a half-life is how long it takes in the body for a drug to be cleared by half, like half of it is removed. And so this drug, amiodarone, can last a very long time in your body. It's also known for its plethora of really annoying interactions you have to manage. Yes, Lexi? I have a question. Do you know, is it mainly excreted through or metabolized, I guess, through the liver or the kidney? Do you know the answer to this question? No, I, I really don't. Okay, I don't either. Um, okay, but cool. You know what? That's because we haven't started studying for our boards yet. Well, I have, but barely by a couple of days. And I clearly don't remember everything from school. I'm going to look it up right now, though. But first, Lexi, okay. how are you doing? I am doing pretty okay. It's We're almost at the end of week two. So by the time this airs, it will have been two weeks. And not going to lie, it's been a hard week. There are definitely a lot of things I still need to learn. And... It's hard to pull things out of nowhere, if that makes sense. Like, it is very, it's a lot easier to answer questions in context of things that you're doing in class, but it's very hard when someone asks you, well, what am I worried about with duloxetine and SIADH? And I'm like, I have no clue. So it's been a hard week. I've definitely, I've learned a lot. I'm getting pushed a lot, which is great, Um, but it's definitely... I have to keep reminding myself that I'm learning and this is a learning experience and I'm only getting better, but sometimes it's hard. Colorado is beautiful. I love Colorado. I'm actually thinking about looking at um, residencies out here because I love it that much. Uh, Max has started sleeping in the same bed as me, which has been so fun. Max is the dog Aww. that is living with us at my aunt and uncle's house. So that's been nice. But yeah, overall, I'm doing good. This week has just been hard at work, which you know, is okay. Like, that's not a bad thing. I'm getting pushed a lot. But yeah, that's how I'm doing. Peyton, how are you doing? You know what? I'm doing okay, too. Um, I will say, first, amiodarone is metabolized via CYP2C8 and 3A4 uh, to its active metabolite. Um, however, the reason it lasts so long in the body is because it undergoes an enterohepatic recirculation. Ah, yes. Um, which, for the viewers or listeners who do not know, that's when you kind of the drug cycles through the body because it keeps getting taken up by the liver and then bacteria in the gut like remove the thing that the liver attached to it and it just like keeps keeps circulating it was a very poor way of explaining it anyway i definitely um, knew know, the 3a4 though but see it's hard to pull things out of nowhere no it is because like 3a4 metabolizes a third of all known drugs yeah and so you're like it's probably 3a4 but it might not be um so yeah no this has been an interesting week it's I love my site. I love certain things about my site, but I feel like right now I'm doing a lot of stuff that I probably should have done on other rotations that didn't get done. I'm not doing a lot related to Amcare, although I am running a weekly Coumadin clinic, which is the one really Amcare thing that I'm doing, which is great. That's what I needed work on. My close patient interaction and like quick thinking like how do we how do we adjust your dose based on what INR I get. So that's been great. 
I, my preceptor and Alexis and I have gotten a lot closer. It's, it's been, it's been great to get to know my preceptor a lot. And I feel like she trusts us quite a bit. So yeah, there's, there's other stuff that's been going on, but I think I'll, I'll reflect more so on some of the struggles with this site as we near the end of it. So I have more of like formed thoughts this weekend. I got a chance to go with Alexis into uh, Glacier National Park. It was beautiful. It was 70 degrees, clear skies. Wow. A bet, and it was out of the peak tour season, so there was no traffic or anything. So it was honestly amazing. They reopened going to the Sun Road, which is the big road that goes through the entire park. And it looks like it's going to be open up this weekend again, too. So um, usually it's closed at this point of the year, but it's been warm. So we get to go, I think, one more time at least. Um, I also just heard that my friend from back home in Sartell, one of my high school friends, Caleb, uh, might be coming to visit me uh next week yeah i know i'm really excited about that because lexi you can relate it is tough living on your own out in the middle of nowhere and yes it doesn't yeah it doesn't i mean like it's great having people who i kind of know here alexis especially has been really helpful um but it's not like you're at home in the place where you like growing up and you know a ton of people and anyway it's <laughs> Our guest actually is texting me and Lexi right now. And she found the infamous photo that we will talk about in this episode. So Peyton, would you please like to tell us about our guest? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Our guest today is the wonderful, the wickedly talented Amisha. Amisha is a fantastic person, an extremely smart and wonderful person. She's She's a P3 at Drake right now. Um, so she's still going through her final year of didactic pharmacy school. And I think she provides a really interesting perspective on what we were like as P3s and how we were looking towards the future and what what were our concerns and our worries at the time. And it was just super fun catching up with her again because Lexi and I haven't seen Amisha in person in six months, probably. Yeah. Like a really, really long time. And so... It was great to see her. Great to talk to her. Um, I'm super excited for you all to hear our conversation with her. We had a lot of fun, uh, reminisced on a lot of stories. Lexi, do you want to invite her on? Yes, everyone, please give a warm welcome to the wonderful and wickedly talented Amisha. <laughs> uh, hey. 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 It's easy fills to swallow. Lexi Payton and Amisha here today. Amisha? That doesn't sound like a P4 pharmacy APPE rotation student to me. <laughs> no, but she should be. <laughs> should be. That she should be. She's already ready, actually. Amisha, do yeah. you want to join me up here in Montana? You know what? I'll spend a few more months in Des Moines and then I'll come up there. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Um, Amisha's pretty cool. Uh, this is actually the beginning of one of our, uh, uh, like, a, uh, the first of many episodes in which we're going to check in with someone who's back at Drake and just see how the vibes are, because we think that's pretty cool. Um, but before we check in on the vibes, we have to check in with Amisha. Amisha, can you introduce yourself to our loyal listeners? Yeah. So my name is Amisha. I'm a P3 right now. Um, I'm getting my MBA, and I have a concentration in global and comparative public health. Um, I'm from Oakland Park, Kansas, and fun fact about me, <laughs> this was inspired by one of Peyton's fun facts in the previous episodes, but I have thrown up at one, <laughs> at one of the seven wonders of the world. 
and famously for those of you who don't remember which i'd imagine all of you listening would remember because you're loyal listeners but i haven't thrown up since obama was in, was president first term by the way um so amisha's fun fact is a callback to my <laughs> to my lack of an episode <laughs> now amisha, which, tell- which wonder of the world yeah is- i was like could you tell us which one the taj mahal Okay, pretty sick that you've been to the Taj Mahal, though. Literally yeah. sick that you've pretty been to the Taj Mahal. <laughs> so <laughs> sick, you made yourself sick. I didn't even try to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, but really you, fun, though. Good memory. Misha, now I'm scared to visit the Taj Mahal because I might break my streak. Oh, my God. years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could also, have- I want to ask, how weird is it to say that you're a P3? Yeah, literally. It's so weird. Oh my gosh. I like call myself a P2 once <laughs> like a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, that's incorrect. I am not a P2 anymore. But I feel like a P2, kind of. Exactly. I honestly feel like that was like the weirdest transition was from P2 to P3 because now you're like it the really oldest was. at the school and like yeah. you're the most wise and like like even feel- not yeah, not so much from P3 to, to P4. It really was P2 to P3, I think. Well, because like that's like your extra year. Like that's your five and it just yeah. feels weird to be like i'm back like again i know i know i feel ancient like on campus yes let's like, see talk about this is all younger time. than me everyone i see that i don't know is younger than me no seeing like all the first years go through like they're like i don't know like this like welcome to drake kind of stuff like seeing yeah. them get involved i was like oh my god they look so oh, little right us <laughs> they were like asking me about like aois and i was like wow when was the last time I even took an AOI? Like, <laughs> I honestly, Amisha, if I wasn't a tour guide, I think I would have forgotten what AOI s- stood for and what they were. <laughs> it's been so long. And forever. Areas of inquiry for our audience who was wondering. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's it's crazy being a P three. That was you're right, Lexi. One of the strangest transitions of our lives. It only gets weirder from here. It really, yeah, true. But before we talk about that, um, Amisha, I want this on the record, how we met, <laughs> um, because you remember it, and I also remember it, but I remember it much less than you do. Okay, okay, I'll tell you my perspective, and then I want to hear your side of the story, because it's going to be <laughs> so different for you. But throwback to freshman year, I get an email, like, I think it was like during fall break, and it was like, oh, we want people to be in like a photo shoot for Drake, and I was like, yeah I'll do it so I sign up for this photo shoot <laughs> and um we're in Olin like in that little like study area right out like by the doors and we're like taking all these pictures and in the moment Peyton was there and he was like stud- he was like actually studying like in the little study area and he had just happened to be wearing a Drake shirt and so the people were like hey like do you want to be in this photo shoot with us? And then Peyton was like, oh, like, sure. And so, <laughs> so me, Peyton, and Susie, we are all sitting at that table and I have my biology textbook out and we're all like pretending to read something. And that is how I met Peyton. But like, after that, I feel like, like, I don't think I even knew your name, to be honest. Like, we were just taking pictures together. No, you fully disappeared from my mind until a year later. <laughs> like, I remember I would see you in passing, like, in the hallways or something. I'm like, is that the same guy I took 
pictures with like it's so weird and then like <laughs> fast forward to Kappa Psi Rush and I'm like is this the same guy like he was really familiar oh my god no I I remember that day a little bit because I was just I was just studying I think I was studying like Ben Micro or Ochem or something and then that one like the photographer was like hey you're wearing a Drake Pharmacy shirt do you want to join us and I was like I mean do I have a choice yeah <laughs> Like you pointed out my shirt. If this is a pharmacy photo shoot, yeah, I'll join. Um, <laughs> but it was just you. It was you and Susie, and you guys just like buy a biology textbook, and we were just like pretending to point at stuff. <laughs> did those photos ever get used? <laughs> I actually, they did. they did use one of them, um, in some like random like campus announcement, like that same year. And I think I like saved it, and so if I dig through my files, I could probably find it. Okay, good. I expect you to find that, Amisha. I will. It's... I will find it and I will send it out to everyone. Oh, everyone. everyone. everyone, the whole school. <laughs> I want it. I want the meet cute story. A meet cute is that what they call it? A meet cute yeah, story with Amisha. I want one of those. Yeah, no. Well, that's it's a it's. I don't really call it a meet cute because we met each other, didn't introduce ourselves, and then yeah. never saw each other again. Well, at least until another year later. <laughs> I think it's Too kind much. of a meet cute. It kind of is. I mean, it, it was the beginning of a very beautiful friendship. <laughs> really was. Who really knew? Was. Who Three knew? Years later, Pharmacy is such board. a small world. So is Drake. Three years later, be on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things. It's like the butterfly effect. Really I bet if we wouldn't have done that photo shoot, this wouldn't be happening right now. You wouldn't this be whole friends. podcast in general. <laughs> <laughs> it was the catalyst. The catalyst of that. <laughs> Anyway, Lexi, how did you meet Amisha? Was it just through Kevin's Rush? I don't remember. That's how <laughs> horrible it is, is that I don't remember. Should I, I organize a photo shoot? Through, yeah, I think it was just through Kevin's I don't think Amisha liked me to start. No, that is not true. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I was just maybe intimidated by you because you were just so pretty and so out there and so wonderful. Oh, and okay, I think I was, I was just intimidated. I was intimidated by you. Because you, because <laughs> you were an RA, and I was like, oh my god, like I have to meet with the RA, like yeah, narc, <laughs> yeah, like that was me. Yeah, Lexi's pretty scary. Um, for all our <laughs> listeners who haven't seen her before, um, really intimidating, <laughs> just like me, honestly, <laughs> and Amisha. <laughs> we are the three scariest people at Drake University. Yeah, fun fact: we have no other friends. It's just us, actually. <laughs> we're only friends with each other. Yeah, because we're so terrifying. <laughs> I do want to talk about, before we get to Amisha's experience as a P3, feels <laughs> weird for me to say even, Um, I want to talk about Seattle this summer. Oh, <gasps> I forgot you, Seattle. Yeah. So Amisha, wonderful, wonderful Amisha, got a, an amazing internship in Seattle over the summer. I did. And I want to hear about it. Yeah, so I was the regulatory advertising and promotion intern at a company called CGen. Um, so they're like a biotech, like oncology company, and they're based in Seattle. So um, when I got the internship, I moved to Seattle for 10 weeks, which was absolutely amazing because Seattle in the summertime is so beautiful. Like it's 70 degrees every single day. It never rains. Like it's always sunny. And that's like my weather. Like I hate the rain. <laughs> but no, it was amazing. Like I just like like just being in the industry and like learning more about what regulatory is, what my position is, um, meeting people in different areas. And there was also a bunch of Drake grads at the company. So I got to like meet them and like talk to them and 
one of them who was actually like on my team I feel like I'm living his life like 20 years later just because we've had like the same life experiences and it's like really crazy so he went to Drake and he graduated in like 2000 or something and then right after he graduated he moved to Kansas City specifically Overland Park and apparently we lived like a few streets away from each other for like 10 years and then after that he moved to San Francisco like that's where he lives now but like specifically um a suburb around San Francisco called Fremont and that's where I was born and so we were just like what the heck like why are we living like the same life and he was like I swear to God Amisha if you move to Illinois after you graduate like it's just gonna be freaky because that's where he's from and so it was just really weird but yeah overall a really great experience in Seattle (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh wait did you ever did you go into I forgot did you go into Mount Rainier National Park did you do that I I did I went like two days before my flight (sighs) it was absolutely yeah it was absolutely amazing so actually one of my roommates she was like really into hiking and so she would like force to like she would like force me to go on like different hikes like every couple of weeks. And it was it was a struggle. But at the end, like I was so happy that I did it because like you just don't see that nature in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> no, you don't. It's a part of the reason why I love living in the Midwest so much, because everything's so unremarkable that any <laughs> journey away from Des Moines is like the best thing in the world just like Honestly, to see something new very true i was so sad though because i missed amisha in seattle by like one day <laughs> i missed you by like one day because i had Literally a layover in seattle on my way to idaho and yeah i missed her by one day and i was so sad well, amisha <laughs> amisha you you offered to uh have me come visit you uh, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you were in Seattle and when I was in Alaska (laughs) yeah um the drive is 24 hours but (laughs) it was like you should just make a day trip out of it I don't know (laughs) (laughs) which I totally I kind of wish I would have if plane tickets weren't so expensive I probably would have come down to visit because also Seattle has one of the bigger like hospitals in my like hospital system so I kind of wanted to see it but Oh, yeah. It's a weird reason to go like to a place. (laughs) (laughs) Also, oh, by the way, I do want, I do have a question for you. Like, how is it like washing your dishes? (laughs) So, okay. So, a little bit of backstory. (laughs) So, the house that I was living in, um, I like found it on Facebook Marketplace. So, like, you know, you know, whatever. Did you buy it? on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I bought a house in Seattle <laughs> off of Facebook Marketplace. No, I'm just kidding. I just rented a room, but it actually worked out for me because I was living with like three other girls and we all got along super well. But the house that we were living in, it was like one of the girls' grandma's house. And so it was super old, like built in like the 1970s, I think. And so a lot of things in that house were a little um, ancient. <laughs> so one of the things being um our dishwasher (laughs) so um when I moved in like they were kind of giving like the house tour you know like telling me about like what they do whatever and then they were like yeah like when we start the dishwasher like I'll show you how to do it and I was like oh like I've like used a dishwasher before like I (laughs) like I could probably figure it out 
And they were like, yeah, like this one just has like a little, like a few extra steps. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, sure. I didn't really know what that meant, but I was like, okay, whatever. And then one day I walk into our kitchen and our dishwasher is in the middle of the kitchen. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh my gosh, this dishwasher is on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was so old that like, you had to like connect a pipe to the sink for the water line. And then you had to like, plug it into the wall. and then you start your dishwasher. And then when you were done, you would unplug everything and roll it back to where it was supposed to be. And it was just a really unique experience. Like I just didn't know dishwashers came on wheels like back in the day. I just didn't know that was a thing. Is that like a 1970s thing? Where I feel like I by the 1970s know. we should have dishwashers. Yeah, I'm so gonna like, look it is up. like is that like bell bottoms? Was it like, like a trend? <laughs> like jeans? Know. Never mind. <laughs> I have no idea. But I was talking with my pharmacist the other day about it, and she was like, I haven't heard about those like dishwashers in like years. And I was like, okay, well, I, I don't know. The first dishwasher was in 1850. Oh. Okay. Who owned it? <laughs> How big was it? Um, it was by Joel Hewton. Um That's not a real name. That's what it's telling me. <laughs> Mechanical dishwashing device. So huh. wait, do you have a picture of it? Yeah, hold on. Okay. <laughs> This is a really good bit for our uh, our audio podcast. <laughs> I know. It's like my favorite thing. Okay, hold on. Share screen. Oh, you are going to share. Okay, I was going to look up my own to make this. No, little... I'm going to share. Okay. For our loyal listeners, if you want to play along, look up oldest dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They're right here. It looks like a big coffee cup. It does. I didn't even it's really like... the dishwasher. Did they just like oh. pour them? How the dishwasher has changed our world. <laughs> I mean, I guess I... the evolution of dishwashers. So, <laughs> anyway, there's your dishwasher fact of the day. Yeah, so I just, I just really wanted Amisha to verbalize her dishwasher experience because the first day you told me that was one of my last days in Alaska, oh, yeah. and you sent me the picture of it, and I couldn't stop thinking about it for like five days. <laughs> It wasn't even that. Sh- it was just the fact that it was like a dish. There was like a kitchen and then like a dishwasher, like in the center. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you, Lexi, just so you get a full picture. Please do. What we were working with. It is. It's a necessary thing. We need to see this. <laughs> I just remember I walked in and I was like, I have to take a picture of this. This is so freaking funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally. <sighs> but you know what? It was a really good dishwasher. It worked very well. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a dishwasher here in Montana, so it's probably a step up, probably a couple steps up. Maybe you can get a one on wheels and then. Yeah, I'll order it. Um, Do you think they have one on Facebook Marketplace? (laughs) (laughs) I could buy it. And in the meantime, I'll buy a house. (laughs) Anyway, enough about dishwashers. Amisha, (laughs) this is this. How are you? As a P3. How's it been? You're like halfway through. Isn't fall break next week? It's actually this weekend. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so like you have tomorrow and then you have like four days off? Well, so I actually decided to not attend class today. 
I was like, you don't look like you're in Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> I love your apartment. <laughs> so 2017. I <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in my dad's office right now at home. Wow. Hey, that's a good idea. No, P3 follows the one semester where you can relax a bit in pharmacy school, at least in my opinion. It was the one where I was like, okay, it's fine. You just got over like the horrible 15 weeks that was P2 spring. Mm-hmm. And now everything feels a little easier in comparison. I feel like everything's now like a downhill. Like I'm like, oh, if I did P2 spring, like I can do anything. I feel like invincible almost. Well, yeah. Well, you did P2 spring with MBA courses. Oh, like, yeah. That's like extra stress <laughs> on top of everything. It's 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 definitely a lot. Anyway, so like... I think my biggest question for you right now is your rotations, because I think if I recall correctly, this is the time where you start like thinking about what you want to preference. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes, that is true. I feel like up until like probably like last week, I was really just focusing more on like all my alternative practice sites. And I was because those are all like application based usually. And so I was like working hard on like those applications, like getting my cover letter written and stuff. And now that I'm done, I'm like, shoot, what am I going to do for like the next, like the other six blocks? <laughs> the burial <laughs> just yeah. went off. I know. I saw that. <laughs> the burial? The burial just oh, went off. <laughs> no, I forgot about the application because the applications take a while. They do. Like, or not take a while. Like if you turn them in like really soon, like your deadline, like is super soon and then you just have to like wait forever and hope they get back <laughs> i know and that's the worst part of it so i'm like okay now i'm like everything submitted but i don't even know what i'm gonna find out no literally well because like if i recall correctly well i guess i never did an application lexi did you was tennessee an application no but i i applied to eli Lilly, and i i think we heard back pretty quickly oh really oh. Let me, I, I'm going to pull the email up. I'll give you an exact day. One second. Because the special request. Oh, that's going to scare me. Like, I remember, I remember my first special request came in, in like mid December, I think early December even. And it was, it was for this site, actually the one that I'm at right now. I got that one back pretty soon. And then I didn't get my, um, I got my other sites back, my other special requests on like the same day. And it was over J term when I got my other special request back. So the timeline, it feels a bit long, especially when you're like waiting for your schedule, but Lexi, do you have the date? <laughs> no, that's okay, Lexi. It's You take your time. <laughs> okay, I Wait. found it. I found oh, it. Did. Yo. I guess it was a little bit longer than I thought. So I got an email on Wednesday, January 25th that I did not receive the site. Which is okay. It's okay. Those are competitive sites, though. They yeah. are. And honestly, it would have been block one, and that's when I went to Nashville and had the time of my life in Nashville. So no, exactly. There's a there's a purpose for everything. There this is. whole the timing of everything, and there it was. So, Misha, out of curiosity, like, can you disclose where you've applied to? Oh yeah. Um. So I focused more on like like the industry sites. So I applied to like Eli Lilly. Um, BMS and Novartis, which BMS is Bristol Myers Squibbs. And then I'm also um, in the process of submitting my application for the FDA. Ooh, 
I swear, who's at? Is someone at FDA in our class? I think Kate what? got it, and I want to yes. say maybe Kayla. I know Lucas got it, and I think Lucas got it too. We had a couple people who got it. Yeah, because I know people got Eli Lilly. I think someone. Oh, I forgot who got Novartis. Nobody's gotten. Know. No one did. No one's gotten it since like I was like two, yeah, two years ago. Well, Amisha, ready to be the first one? You're gonna be the first one. Amisha. <laughs> um. That's good that you're applying to a lot of them. And like, I love how you can do two alternative practices at Drake. Cause that used to, that like a couple of years ago, that wasn't even a thing. Like, that's a really recent change. Yeah, I heard about um, that. So, like, it's, I, I think, especially if you're interested in industry as a like a main career path, it's sometimes kind of pointless to go through <laughs> seven blocks that aren't really related to your area practice at all. Um, yeah. I mean, it's and, still like good to know, like, that's all you learn in pharmacy school. So, like, it's fun to, like, apply it, actually, you know? No, yeah, it's true. Out of curiosity, um, what? wait, do you submit your sites, like, first week in November, is it? Or when do you submit that? Is it before Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, it's right before Thanksgiving. Um, I think the, like, the preferencing, like, process opens up at the beginning of November. Okay. Oh, yeah, because we had a few, we had a couple weeks yeah. to finish up everything. Also, out of curiosity, do you think you're going to head anywhere outside, other than your application sites, mm -hmm. anywhere outside of the state of Iowa? Are there any like places you've thought about just hearing stories from other people? Or so I really want to travel, like kind of like how you guys are both doing. But what scares me is also the traveling part, like <laughs> having to like move everything and like getting your life like resituated, like in just one week and then being prepared to like do the next rotation like I think that's what scares me most because like you can travel but then like you need that time to like recover and like I don't know prepare yourself for like the next rotation um so as of now I'm thinking of doing them primarily in Des Moines or um like Overland Park like the Kansas City area because there's a bunch in like um my hometown which would be like really convenient because I could just live at home and be comfortable and not pay rent <laughs> yeah i will say it's expensive to travel yeah lexi more so i think can attest to this than me because she's doing like a different travel one almost every block with the exception of her faculty yeah so it's, just... it's i mean it's been fun but it's definitely been very challenging yeah yeah but i don't to like other sites like i've been looking at the blackfeet one um i think that one's really interesting <laughs> I'm loving it up here, honestly. It's such a unique environment. I'll talk about it more later on like our own little episode with just Lexi, but like it's cool. The trailer is super nice compared to what I was expecting. Overall, the staff are really great there. They're super nice. They're accommodating. Um, I don't know. You do a lot of interesting things, honestly. <laughs> um, you do have a lot of your like daily tech routine, obviously. But right now I'm like me and Alexis are writing the entire PNT meeting. Like we're creating all of the handouts for everything. Um, Lexi, we're actually doing a, a, an Arexvi versus a Brisvo. What um, are you going for? We're going to Brisvo. Um, well done. Which unfortunately is just because they're the exact same thing, like on yeah. paper in every way, except a Brisvo is safe in pregnant individuals. Correct. That was the only Arexi reason I not. chose it too. And it's yeah. not even like it's not even that effective in infants who are born. But the um, number needed to treat was a lot better. Number needed to treat was quite a bit better. And there's like controversy with the Arexi, like um infant data. I don't know. 
I, I didn't do all the reading for it, obviously, but we have like a full, we have everything typed out. It's, it's, you get to do a lot of unique stuff up here just with the nature of how staffing works in the community you're in. But anyway, I'll get off of my, my high horse on that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, Amisha, that you're, you're, it seems like you're going along with this rotations planning thing better than I did. I don't know, Lexi, if you can agree. I was very stressed during this time frame. Yeah, it was not fun. Like unreasonably for so. the rest of us. Yeah. Honestly, like after every CPD class, I get really stressed out because they talk about like a different aspect of rotations. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even want to think about that. Like <laughs> that's when like that's each CPD class becomes like, I need to pay attention like yeah. to details. Cause they did did they do the financial one yet? Or is that next? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh that was my least favorite one but for other reasons that i won't get <laughs> yeah. into but Peyton knows exactly what i'm talking about oh i we, think i know what you guys are talking we about. get each other yeah. on this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just seeing the number like pasted across the screen like this yeah. is how much we think this year will cost you i see it in like my nightmares like i'm like oh my <laughs> what did they say for you because it was 75 for us oh it was 75 for you guys yeah 77 for us and that's but on inflation here, here they <laughs> they accounted for like um intern licenses and stuff like that yes. so i think that's also like part of the yeah oh, okay well, yeah, they, they literally do they do like a worst case scenario for costs like they factor in everything they factor in a mid-year conference they factor in study materials and applying for the naplex but which is like everyone kind of has to do some people have to do some of those but then they also factor in like housing like a blanket year of rent Mm-hmm. And like some people it could be more if they're paying for a full year of rent at an apartment they already live in plus places to live or some people it's going to be less because they're living at home for a lot of the rotations. Right. So it's just kind of like a number that is up there and it ends up hopefully being a lot less other than tuition, which you can't do much about mm-hmm. other than perform well at the health profession say scholarship reveal. <laughs> That's right, Amisha, get ready. It's coming up in <laughs> February. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm curious also, this is just like a a question about your dual degree because Mm -hmm. Lexi and I did not pursue dual degrees. We did do music, which is a time commitment, but it's a time commitment that doesn't have homework to it. Um, I have a diabetes concentration, sir. I have a biology minor. I have a Spanish minor. (laughs) (laughs) So Anyway, but Amisha's way more impressive than us. Anyway. It's true. You get a piece of paper at the end of this. We don't. Um, so how, how has it been like fitting in your MBA courses with your pharmacy coursework? Honestly, it hasn't been too bad. Um, I feel like Drake does a really good job of like integrating both programs together. So when you apply and like you get into the MBA program, they basically kind of like just tell you exactly which classes you need to take, um, during the summer and then each semester. And then we have like a separate advisor for the MBA program and, this is like a plus, but also like not a plus in most situations. But our advisor is the only one who can register us for our MBA classes. Um, oh, yeah. So we don't like we just tell him which ones we want to be enrolled in. And then he like basically takes care of that for the most part. Um, Sometimes it like slips his mind and then he forgets and then um, we don't get registered. <laughs> and then we have to pick a new class to take um may have happened once or twice but (laughs) you're still getting that degree you're graduating with a master's and a doctorate which 
I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, also, no how does it feel? How does it feel to register? You will register for classes for the last time in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't really hit me, but I think like just like P3 year, like I think I'm like starting to realize that like there's so many like class that are happening and I feel like I'm taking it all for granted. And it's really scary because I'm like, I like talk to like different people. They talk to you guys and they're like, oh, I miss like doing this. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen to me next year. Like, I don't get to do that next year. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be it's on your true. own adventure, though. And it it's great. And, you know, you miss it. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I do any things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't know. Like, I miss parts of it, but I don't know if I would want to go back doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I just think when you get to rotations, it's like, okay, I I did that stuff that everyone goes through and it's great, but that isn't my place anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've gone through the motions. This is what everyone has to go through before rotations. It's just not for me to be back there anymore and doing these same things that I've done for the past four or five years, um, which is kind of sad to realize, but it's an appropriate response to moving on as you go through rotations. Cause once you're on rotations, life moves, I think 10 times faster. Oh, a hundred percent. Than than school ever did. Just yeah. living your, your life in five week chunks. It's like, you, you think like, Oh, I'm here for so long and there's so much to do and I'm so overwhelmed. And then you blink and it's been like you're at your midpoint evaluation. And then you breathe and you're at your final evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> It's like how like Lexi and I fun fact six days from now is the official like halfway point in the rotation year yeah my face exactly Amisha oh my god it's the Wednesday it's like halfway through block five we have four and a half blocks left after that it's crazy (laughs) so (laughs) anyway now that we're thinking about that um regardless Amisha I don't even know what I was going on with this one. This is just a random tangent. Um, it is weird to be a P3. Mm-hmm. That's how I'll finish that up. What Just out of curiosity, like before we move on to your advice, because everyone has to give advice on this podcast, what's been the most challenging thing about P3 years so far? Um, I think kind of just like how I already mentioned, like just like realizing that like this is our last year of classes. And I think that's like really good, but also like bad. Because it's kind of nice that, like, this is the last year of classes and then you don't have to sit in, like, HI-135 ever again. <laughs> Where the temperature fluctuates so much. Yeah. But it exactly. fluctuates, but it's never, like, in between. No. It's, it's like, not- either, like, 95 degrees or negative 95 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think it's so funny because, like, as, like, pre-farm, like, a pre-farm student, like, I loved HI-135. I thought it was, like, such a nice classroom, like, we just never were in there. Like, I feel like we were only in there for like caps and that was it. And so yeah. I just loved that classroom so much. And now I'm in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this freaking outlet does not want to work today. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sick of this room. <laughs> it's like you live in there. Starting yeah. P1 year, you're like, oh, this is nice. And then you just stay there and then, for like yeah, hours like- on end every day. Or it's like that one light bulb keeps flashing at you and you're like, okay, is it going <laughs> to stop? <laughs> no, my absolute favorite thing about that room is which row of plugins are going to work today. 
because like, sometimes can I use they my laptop are... today or not? <laughs> wow, I, it's truly a challenge. Um, yeah, but like <laughs> at the same time, I think, like, I think like classes this year are really nice because I think all of our professors are just amazing this year. Like, I think a lot of them are, like really straightforward, like what you need to know for like RATS or exams and stuff, and it's just really. It's really nice to like just know what to expect. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Lexi, you can comment if you agree with me or not, but I feel like this is the year where I started feeling if my professor started treating me like a colleague and not like a student. I don't know. Like we were still like in class with the people, but like they I felt much more relaxed, mm -hmm. much chiller in general. And I really enjoyed it. Can yeah. I can I comment if I don't agree? Yeah. <laughs> Actually no. Kidding. <laughs> no I 100% agree because I think you just like they've watched you the past like three years and so not in like a weird way I didn't mean to be like they've watched you <laughs> but like they've kind of seen you grow up in a way and like yeah no they definitely treat you more as colleagues and friends yeah. almost and which yeah. is really nice because they it tr they truly care about you as people and like at least for me that just makes it so much better yeah, and I think just because, like, we've been at Drake for so long, like, by the time, like, we hit P3 year, like, a lot of faculty and, like, administration people, like, they all know you. And so it's, like, really nice to, like, say hi to them in the hallway or, like, outside or something. I feel like it's, like, it's always fun. The first time no, Eric Mackey told me to call him Eric, and then I actually started calling him Eric, was, like, the, still the weirdest concept to me. He hasn't told me that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> one day misha i did work in the office with him that's true 10 hours a week so i <laughs> i bothered him a lot about things that is fair that is fair um anyway so amisha we're moving on to the final bit of the podcast as you know this is after all a podcast about the journey through pharmacy school amisha what advice do you want to give to those who may just be starting the journey honestly i feel like i have so much advice for like freshmen or like p1s but i think if i could just say like one piece of advice like just be curious even if you think you know what you want to do like after you graduate pharmacy school like i would still go out for like new opportunities like just like just like i don't know finding things that you didn't really know were an opportunity before like a career path like just learning more about the, about it because you really just don't know what you're going to like at the end like i did not think i was going to go into industry whatsoever when i started pharmacy school and now I'm like very set on in on industry and like I think it's just like a whole another career path that like doesn't get talked about a lot during pharmacy school. So I would just say be curious, try new things. You you never know what you're gonna like. Oh, I love that. I don't know if we've heard "be curious" yet as a piece of advice. It's very unique, but I agree. I think Lexi and I both tried to take full advantage of any opportunity that kind of came our way like it's you can always say no to stuff if you feel busy or if you are busy but you never know what's going to catch your interest until you try it yeah I think my interest in pharmacy also kind of changed throughout my time in school and partially that was due to me just getting involved in random stuff or digging a little deeper on topics that I thought I maybe wouldn't be as interested in and it's great I don't know I, I agree with you Amisha I think that's 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 fantastic advice I think Max um, wants to comment Max, Max, what do, you say? what do you have to say? <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs>
Anyway, while Lexi is recovering, Amisha, what's been your favorite memory of pharmacy school so far? Honestly, this is so hard. Like, such a hard question. Because I think there's just so many, like, good memories from, like, the past couple of years. Um, I think any, like, late night in the atrium is always, like, a fun time. You think you're studying, but, you know, well, it's kind of questionable how much stuff you actually get done, you know? But also, I always, like, remember, like, the times, like, we would be, we would all be in the atrium before chapter, and, like, we would try to get our homework done, but we'd, like, order pizza one day. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) that? We ordered pizza. I remember pizza day. I do, too. (laughs) That was a great Um, time. And just, like, hanging out and, like, just talking about, like, random stuff that's going on in our lives. I think that was just always fun. Um, Also, relays. Never forget about relays. You can't forget about relays. That's just a classic little trend right there that we all get to follow. Oh, and guess what? Lexi and I will be back for relays this year. So Relays 2024. Get Get ready, Amisha. This year is going to go by a lot faster for us, but (laughs) get ready. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. And I know you've you've kind of illustrated it, but I have to ask the question formally because I ask it to everyone. Any future plans as of now? I know you still have your full year of rotations to go through, but... You got lots of time. I know you feel ancient, but you're a baby. (laughs) You barely even have osteoarthritis. Lexi and I have (laughs) rheumatoid arthritis. (laughs) True. (laughs) I think as of now, I am planning on pursuing a fellowship after pharmacy school, but I think like I'm still open to like maybe pursuing a residency. Like I want to like still be open to like the clinical side and like just see how rotations go and I just kind of go from there. And I love that. You can't have concrete plans right now. The more concrete your plans are as a P3, the more disappointed you're going to be or the more distraught you're going to be because stuff changes so fast. <laughs> Lexi made a face at me. What's up? I mean, I, I don't know if that was the word I would have used. <laughs> you're right. I was kind of hyperbolic there. Because okay. I think Amisha is going to be great wherever she goes. So. Oh, no, that's no, no. Misha's going to be great. It's just if your goals are specific, it's you tough to fulfill those goals. Too much of a smart goal for the future. Yeah, your big picture goal can't be a smart goal. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if we were listening in John Rover's public health class, they're objectives. Well, yeah, they're objectives. They're smart objectives and, and not, not goals. Goals, um, because goals are broad. Something like that. Objectives are singular. And that's on public health with Dr. Rovers. Uh, Amisha, that's a class you could take no, next it's not. year. Not anymore, actually. Never mind. We were the last <laughs> class. How disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Amisha, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was really fun getting to talk to you again because um, it's been 100 years since like, I've been on campus. It feels like um, 100 Lexi, years. Any, any final thoughts? I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, just that it feels like 100 years, and I love Amisha, and I can't wait to get together when we're all back in Des Moines. Very like soon. Very so soon. Good. So I'm very excited for that, and yeah, Amisha, we just love you. Oh, I love you guys. I miss you guys. We miss you. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, like- I could just take you on rotations with me. <laughs> no, yeah, well, I- you said you wanted to travel. You can just like go in the suitcase, and that's your house. That is true. It's like that free. I'll buy one on Facebook Marketplace or rent <laughs> it. Um. 
gosh. Anyway, with that, Lexi, do you want do you want to close us out? I would love to. Thank you so much, everyone. That's all we have for you. And we'll pharma. See you later. Alexis and I bought dog treats. We took two hour drive down to the nearest Target and we got Starbucks. Two hours one treats. way? Yes. Oh my God. To Great Falls. It's the nearest Target, nearest Starbucks. Uh, okay. I, I guess I can't even say anything because I did the exact same thing in Arizona, literally just to get out of the house. But also it was fun to just like drive, you know, like it's Montana. It's okay. gorgeous. You got to love driving out here. But we, we got dog treats for the dogs because there's so many dogs out here. Like stray dogs? Uh, Some. Some are stray. Some have collars. Um, they're all nice. There hasn't been a case of rabies here in like 40 years, so I think we're That's good. Crazy. Although a lot of the ER visits are due to dog bites. <laughs> I really hope, Peyton, I really, really hope that they have like a um, whiteboard in the, the hospital that's like this many days since rabies and you get to see them wipe like, off. I really hope. It's like 20,000 for <laughs> <laughs> It's like day zero. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like they made a chart for us when we got there just in case we had to get any like emergency medical services so i'm prepped to go in 